All right. Welcome, everyone, to a very special episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. And tonight we have, uh, I think, our youngest guest we've had on so far, Barry. Uh, we've how, had, how old uh, is Lauren? How old are you, Lauren? <laughs> you should know this. <laughs> I, I forget. It's hard to keep track. I'm 20. Oh, you're 20. Okay. okay. Well, this is my uh, this is my niece, uh, Lauren Arnold. Uh, welcome to the show, Lauren. Thank you for having me. I've been waiting for this for like a year. So I know. Really she, she, she really has been uh, bugging me for uh, a year uh, to be on the show, but it's fine to have her. We've had previously, we had Barry's daughter, Adele. She did uh, St. Vincent record. That's right. And we had my daughters, Corey and Sam. They did Taylor Swift. So now yeah. I got my niece, Lauren. Uh, who, Lauren, you're uh, attending school. Where are you attending school? I already know the answer to this, but it's better if you can <laughs> I go to the Savannah College of Art and Design. People might know SCAD. Yep. Um, I'm a costume design student. So. Uh-huh. Actually, uh, we that... know one of our best friends, um, Nadim Khan, his daughter, um, Sophia, is a costume designer at Walt Disney World, and she's been working there for... A long time. She's extremely talented, and I think un- at this really? point, really, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah we got to hook. We've got to hook her up. You got to become Facebook a- friends with Nadim's daughter. Yeah, not um, Nadim. Not Nadim, though. Just his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Nadim is fine. He just you got to know Nadim. Fine. Yeah, that's true. Her name is so- um, Sophia Khan, and she's. Uh, you know, I don't think she's working at the moment because of obviously things are not exactly happening at Walt Disney World but um you know when they she are, does work, I think they are yeah, yeah they're, they're running around they're all just wearing masks Barry they're running around with like are these uh, Disney uh, Disney branded masks yeah okay <laughs> they're actually well, anyway. well actually they're they're bringing shows back in the summer so that should be interesting and fun to see yeah 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 well we'll have to uh we'll have to find out how that all goes mm-hmm. um so, Lauren, what did you bring? Uh, what are we going to talk about tonight? We're going to talk about Hamilton. Mic yeah. drop. <laughs> Mic drop. I know. And Barry, see, right away, this Barry comes at a disadvantage because I know that Barry's not a fan of like musicals Hold on. in general. Back up. You don't know, actually, my employer, who I still work for, and yes. uh, is a theater fanatic. And he is. So okay. when... I started playing this. I was like, oh, my God, I know this. He played this. He's played this over and over and over and over and over and talked oh. about it obsessively. So, um, <laughs> also, actually, be- before we get into Hamilton real quick, I have to tell Barry I'm wearing my cardigan, oh, my Taylor Swift cardigan. I am so, <laughs> I am so jealous because I love cardigans. And as you know, South Florida is not that really cardigan weather very often. We've had one cardigan weather day this year. Um, and yes, I, I'm very jealous of you and your cardigan. <laughs> I wore it just for you. Thank just you. for you. Thank well, that's you. good. And uh, but but Barry, so it is true that you're but you're just not a big fan. Like I like I actually like musicals. I, I like like uh, I, I, I love hair. I, don't, I, don't I love just like Hedwig. Yeah, but I don't not, dislike them, but I don't. I, I don't seek them out. I seek. I seek out no. other things. That's true. You seek other things out, but we. You were forced to listen. But and it's funny. So you actually had her. You actually had her. Uh, oh, I'd heard all because, of this. No, as soon as you started listening to, it, I was like, wait, wait, wait. I right. just. Well, just. It had been a yeah, year the, or so, and I hadn't. You know. 
Well, it it was it would be hard not. Although honestly, I hadn't really listened to it until Lauren told me. I I I she forced me to see it. I had to see it with. Uh, we actually went over and we saw it with Lauren, me and Elisa. You saw and, it at the uh, Broward was, Center. No, no, no. We just went over her <laughs> her uh, her place. And oh, okay. Because uh, yeah. um, Adele and, and Susan, Adele and Susan uh, went with Kurt, my my employer, who will probably listen to this. So I'm going to be on my oh, best awesome. my best behavior this evening. Um, uh, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> and she, he, Kurt took uh, uh, Adele and Susan, and he and his sister. Uh, he's he works at he was working at the Bard Center as a, a, a volunteer usher. And so he got, you know, got oh, seats and nice. uh, took nice. them to see it. And they were, they were floored. They loved yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know what? And, and obviously it was you, it was huge. I mean, Hamilton was just, it was, it was a huge hit. Uh, tickets were impossible to get. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, unless you knew someone like Barry's family did. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but, um, so yeah, it's a musical and, and it is, uh, it does incorporate a lot of uh, hip-hop, but it's not all, like, I, I thought it was going to be all hip-hop rapping, yeah, but no, it's, not. it's not. It's got, no. like, yeah, it's got R&B, you've got pop, soul, and, and also traditional show tune-type things also. Yeah. yeah. So it's got everything. It's, so very, Lauren, it's very pop-friendly, though. You know, it is. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Now, Lauren, so were you, you were probably already a, a fan of musicals. Well, you were a fan of musicals, right? Because you're into costume design and all that. So you must like musicals anyway, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But with Hamilton, I Hamilton was weird at first because, you know, it with other musicals, you can, you know, find little clips from the musical and, like, see... You can actually see what it looked like on stage. But with Hamilton, it was very hard to just see what it all looked like you know there was there were no clips you know there you know there wasn't even like a bootleg you know and a lot of people do that where they go to the theater and they they record it but right. you know oh, okay. hamilton was like locked down like you could not see what that show looked like until i don't know i want to say like a couple months after it opened Oh um, right. Okay. So all you so, did, all you could do was hear about it, but you uh, the only people who knew what it was like were the people that actually went and saw it. Right. So what's interesting about listening to Hamilton is that you can listen to the entire show. Um, there are really no breaks in between songs. There's a couple that are very short, but when you do listen to it, you are listening to the entire show. So I could kind of visualize in my head what it all looked like and then what was happening story-wise, which was really interesting. So that, you know, was for a couple of years. You know, I wasn't able to see the show until it came out on Disney Plus last year. So when I finally saw it all put together, it like changed everything. Ah, okay. So you appreciate it even more. Like you already loved the, the music to it, right? But when you saw it, it, it all like it all came together for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we should mention uh, Mr. Lin Manuel Miranda created this, and uh, it's really it, it's just it's really unbelievable that because it is the 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 way Lauren the way you said the whole show is just from beginning to end with no breaks. This has got to be the most rapid fire show because he crams so much into all these songs, you know, because of the uh, the rapping that they do and it's like really rapid fire and it's just like non-stop it's funny there's a song in it called non-stop and it, right. it, the whole show is like non-stop yeah he is just like a musical mastermind like Lin-Manuel Miranda 
I don't I don't know like give him all of the Grammys and all of the Tonys in the world because well, he deserves all right, it. Uh, well, like, all right, calm down. But uh, you know, he's, <laughs> yeah, so he so he created the first he 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 was previously known for that show in the Heights, which was like a successful right, Broadway right. show, which he wrote yeah. when he was like 19 years old. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's kind of a uh, like a musical prodigy, and he just yeah, I guess he read a biography of Hamilton, and he just sort of got this thing. And then Lauren, what did he do? He he did a performance at at the White House for Barack Obama, right? And yeah, well, actually, he performed part of it, so he was still writing it. And I want to say this was 2013. The Hamilton fans will come for me. I just know that. Um, That's okay. Don't worry about it. (laughs) They will. They usually come for me and Barry, so it'd be a nice job. (laughs) Um, But he he performed for Obama. It was called the Hamilton Mixtape is what it was. It wasn't necessarily an entire show yet. It was just going to be like an album. And then as it grew and he did more research and he started writing more, it turned into a show. And he's performed for Obama quite a few times. And any video you find of it, you will not be disappointed. It's such like an awesome mood booster. Like if you're having a really sucky week and you want to see Lin-Manuel and Obama, like they're like the perfect pair. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You actually sent me some clips of them. And it is great. Yeah, it is great seeing them together. It is. They're they're a very uh, cute pair. They are. <laughs> and uh, another thing about the show that I that I found interesting, which I knew about already, but it's just that it casts mostly uh, non-white actors as as the uh, founding fathers, so the people we know, like Washington, all that, being played by these uh, you know historical figures being played by uh, people of color. It's 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 just cool. It's it's just it's it's cool and it's different, and it just gives the whole thing a uh, a whole different flavor. And I guess his. One of the things he said, Lauren, was that he's just, it's like the, the history, but performed by how people are now, people would look now. Like yeah, he, it's, yeah, it's America then played by America now, which I think right, is right, perfect, right. I mean, how how much more genius can you get, you know, like, I think that's it, like that line alone, you know, that that's the whole show. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, yeah. And, and obviously we, you know, when I first, uh, when I told Barry, oh, we're going to do Hamilton and Barry, of course, did, did a little bit of an eye roll, but I know, and, and the, the, the show has Since been criticized. Since we haven't actually seen each other, he doesn't know whether I did an actual eye roll. I could tell. Believe me, I've known Barry uh, long enough. Tell. I could, yeah, sure. I could hear the eye roll. Okay. <laughs> if that's what you think, um, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's one. I think I hear a little one now, but um, it's been criticized as its portrayal of a Hamilton as an idealist, like committed to democratic principles, because, of course, in, in, uh, he in wasn't. contrast. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he, he wasn't. He uh, thought the uh, rabble were scum and that he was a bit he was an elitist. But yeah, that probably wouldn't be as fun a musical. Though, probably <laughs> not. Probably but, not. Uh, but he also, to Lin-Manuel's uh, credit, he also doesn't necessarily cast him in, in the best of light. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't make him look like this this hero all the time. I mean, definitely uh, he comes across as a flawed person. Uh, right, Lauren? Wouldn't you say that? Oh, absolutely. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, you still have to have a story there. You know, obviously it's theater, but right. you have, yeah. what he wanted to do is let's teach people about something because we haven't been taught any of this in school. 
That's I mean, right. you can ask me what I learned in U.S. history in high school. I honestly can't tell you because <laughs> there's so much stuff that we just skipped over, yeah. and right. you don't get the full story. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. To be honest, me just just doing the research for this and listening to it, I did learn a lot of stuff that I didn't really know because I, I'm not a huge history. I don't know, Barry. You you're probably more of a history buff than uh, me. You I know, would imagine. Um, the thing is about the the accuracy aspect that. None of Shakespeare's historical plays are accurate. They're, that's not what they're about. So right, right. you don't go to d- drama to do to teach you hi- to teach you history. You go to learn something from a historical representation right. of events. Um, but just like the you know the movie Lincoln is great, but there's all kinds of made up shit in that too. So um, right, yeah, th- that's yeah, fine. Yeah, nothing. Nothing will ever be 100% accurate. It That's can't just, be. You know, it's, no, it's entertainment. Be. You have to entertain There you people. go. That's right. And, uh, and this show is damn entertaining. It really is. I mean, if, you, if someone really doesn't just like musical theater and into it, then I could guess they're, they're just not probably not going to be into it. But there is, um, like I said, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, there's a lot of hip-hop. And, and also, in reading about it, I realized there's a lot of... A deep, like he goes deep into uh, hip hop history, and people that know history, uh, hip hop will pick things up in the show that they put like little Easter eggs in there. Like, like someone like me who doesn't know that much yeah, about I it wouldn't, wouldn't even pick know. Those up. Yeah, for sure. Right, right, but but it's there, you know, it's there because that's this is the stuff that uh, that he grew up listening to and that he loves also. So let's, uh, all right, so let's get into this. And we should play. mention that this is a, a, a seriously abridged playlist. Obviously, the yeah. The episode, yeah. the episode's not going to be four hours long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can I say one thing before of we course. start? You can say um, you're you're the person that's here to say things. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. Um, just to show like how massive this sh- show became, and just I mean how amazing all of the actors and all of the crew was during this show. They actually did a lottery every day. It was called ham for ham. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but every day people would come um, to the theater and what they would do is the cast actually came out and did a performance. So every day was like a different song and sometimes they switched up parts. So different actors would play like their opposites. sometimes. Right, right, nice, cool. And it, it was actually to, to win front row tickets that day. So it was really, really awesome that they did that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think Kurt told me about that, actually. Um, I remember that that story sounds familiar. And I do do think he he did. He was he like I said, he is a theater fanatic. My employer. He went on a um, vacation to Europe or, or England mainly. And he saw two shows a day every day that he was there. And oh wow! So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that um, awesome. so uh, you know the pandemic has been really hard on him because there's no shows, there's nowhere for him to go. But um, well, he, he's going to be thrilled that he has this episode to listen to. I'm now, sure, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he will. And and real quick, one other thing I just have to say that I love about Hamilton was when uh, just my own personal uh, was when. Uh, Mike Pence and his family went there, and the cast oh kind of did him a little. That was awesome. I thought that was good. Yeah, well, you know what? 
Um, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's get this is the requisite uh, overture song, the opening song that sort of introduces it and and sort of right away from the get go, it it must have t- it telegraphed to the people that first saw it that it's not going to be like your average Broadway musical for sure. Uh, so let's listen to the opening, Alexander Hamilton. How does a bastard, orphan, son of a whore and a Scotsman Dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean By providence impoverished and squalor Grow up to be a hero and a scholar the ten dollar founding father without a father got a lot farther by working a lot harder by being a lot smarter by being a self-starter by 14 they placed him in charge of a trading charter and every day while slaves were being slaughtered and carted away across the waves he struggled and kept his guard up inside he was longing for something to be a part of the brother was ready to beg steal borrow or barter then a hurricane came and devastation rained our man saw his future drip dripping down the drain put a pencil to his temple connected it to his brain and he wrote his first refrain a testament to his pain well the word got around and said this kid is insane man took up a collection just to send him to the mainland get your education don't forget from whence you came and the world's gonna know your name what's your name man alexander hamilton My name is Alexander Hamilton And there's a million things I haven't done But just you wait, just you wait When he was ten, his father split full of So Lauren, be honest, you probably still get chills when you hear this opening thing, right? Um, all the time. (laughs) I knew, I knew. Um, (laughs) But it's just so catchy, like you can't, you, you can't see that it's not catchy you know it's like instantly it. it's instantly engaging yes yeah yes, it is and and i guess he originally this was like one of the first things he came up with for the you know the concept of the show and i guess he did this for the for the author of the biography that he read and the guy he, like he couldn't believe how much information he crammed into this one song you know like he how he was able to tell this little story and then make it like you know musical and everything it, it's it is pretty amazing and 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 go ahead good oh and he made it rhyme like that's it, exactly <laughs> right that's it <laughs> yeah yeah so, uh, yeah, so this, uh, it sort of, uh, you know, uh, introduces you to Mr. Hamilton. And I guess, so Lauren, probably a big thing that attracted to him was that he was an immigrant, right? Alexander Hamilton's an immigrant. So then uh, Manuel right. Miranda, yeah, was attracted to that. And that's a big part of the show, uh, uh, this whole idea of, of uh, you know, immigrants coming to America. You know, the, the original idea of America and what, you know, originally made America so great, you know. Right, uh, and there's even a line in this song. It says, "Another immigrant coming up from the bottom." I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it's just right. fa- it's it's just. I mean, not. I don't want to say like hard facts, but you know, like he crams a lot of knowledge shit after in there, knowledge right? after knowledge. Did you ever think of calling up like your high school whoever taught history and saying, <laughs> "Dude, Why dude, come you, on." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I think it was like my last year in high school, I had an economics teacher that was obsessed with Hamilton and she had us watch a PBS documentary on how they created Hamilton and how Lin-Manuel wrote everything. And there's 
footage and there's a whole interview where Lin-Manuel is at Hamilton's house writing the musical. I mean, literally sitting in his bedroom where mm. things have happened wow. and writing it down. I mean, it's it's deep. That's, Very that's cool. Deep. All right, so now we get to uh, another song that Lauren, by the way, Lauren picked the songs that we're going to talk about. Just like we said, there's, you know, the shows, it's a whole show. So we're going to just do bits and pieces. And this yeah. one, uh, this is Alexander Hamilton moving to New York and uh, joining the movement for uh, the in- independence. And this is called My Shot. I am not thrown away my shot. I am not thrown away my shot. Hey, yo, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not thrown away my shot. To King's College, I probably shouldn't brag, but dag, I'm amazed and astonished. The problem is, I got a lot of brains, but no polish. I gotta holler just to be heard with every word. I drop knowledge, I'm a diamond in the rough, a shiny piece of coal. Trying to reach my goal, my power of speech, unimpeachable. Only 19, but my mind is older. These New York City streets get cold. I shoulder every burden, every disadvantage I've learned to manage. I don't have a gun to brandish, I walk these streets famished. The plan is to fan this spark into a flame. But damn, it's getting Because at the time, you know, you, you it took a while to load a gun and not throwing away my shot would has a d- double meaning. He's not gonna he's not going to uh, screw up his his chances to be a, uh, a revolutionary, and he's also right. you know not going to he's not gonna um, miss when he aims his he's got one bullet or one what do they call them round in the chamber the slug. And he's going to hit with that. Yep. Yeah, that also makes a comeback quite a few times in the show. Um, yeah, and it's a, couple, a big callback. Yeah. Yeah, and a couple of them that we're going to go through have it where he ha- he says the same line, and I wanted to say this because it it's something that repeats a couple times in each song, but some of the words change depending on the scenario, and he always says that. I imagine death so much it feels more like a memory. When's it going to get me in my sleep seven feet ahead of me? You know, and he's wondering, like, when is it going to happen? Am right. I going to be ready for it? Yeah. You know, and he's he's questioning things all throughout the show. Okay. Right. And um, I love I love how in this song and a lot of the songs, they bring in that hip hop, like, um, uh, bragginess. You know, the, uh, right. uh, you know, remember when we did Eric B and uh, Rakim, you know, oh, a yeah, lot sure. of it is just yeah. building yourself up and talking to you uh, uh, he even says in here, uh, only 19, uh, but my mind is older. Maybe a little reference to him, like when he first, you know, wrote his first show at 19. Sure. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, I, I like that, how he brings that. Uh, and obviously, so his big thing, he's boasting about his uh, uh, skills at uh, uh, 
communicating his communication skills because that was his his big thing. He was you know he was great at uh, and 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 his skills at cramming all this information into this this little short uh, tuneful song. That's um, Lin Manuel's skills. I also love that this is the song where he meets all his friends um, because oh, right, right. I think that also <laughs> just makes it a lot more fun because he he will describe you know what they're wearing and he'll describe who they are so that you get to understand who everyone is and wh- how they all play a part in it right. and I guess I'm I'm gonna say something just for costume design reasons because I find it really funny. Uh, that they gave Hercules Mulligan a, a beanie to kind of fit within like the hip hop theme uh, of everything. Mm, okay. <laughs> oh, right. He's wearing a beanie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which isn't right, which isn't uh, appropriate for the, that time period. But uh, yeah, it just works in the show though. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right, so now we get so now we get a more show tuney one. This is one that's got more like a Destiny's Child vibe to it. Uh, um, you know, this, definitely R and B pop. This is an anthem. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it that way. It's an anthem, and it's <laughs> it's on a constant repeat in my house. Well, so. what's it called? What's it called, Lauren? What's the name of it? The Skylar Sisters. There you go. Rich folks love more than going downtown and slumming it with the poor. They pull up in their carriages and gawk at the students in the common just to watch them talk. Take Philip Schuyler, the man is loaded. Uh-oh, but little does he know that his daughters, Peggy, Angelica, Eliza, sneak into the city just to watch all the guys. It- what, what? Angelica, what, what? Eliza, and Peggy, what, what? the Schuyler sisters. Angelica, Peggy, Eliza, Slumming it with the mm, poor. Yeah, that's like that, that's like common. That's like pulp's common people, but R&B exactly. versions. Exactly. That's exactly. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah, but that's a great, really fun song, and uh, just all the performers in the show are just like really great too. They really are. And I love the kind of like the tension between Angelica and Aaron Burr because. Um, he said it. Sm- it smells like your daddy's got money when he yeah. smells her perfume. Yes. And she, she says, "Burr, you disgust me." And he says, "Ah, so you've disgusted me." Ah, <laughs> yeah, very, very clever. clever, very clever. I was. Uh, <laughs> I live on in a fifth floor apartment, and I was out on our balcony this afternoon, and uh, there were two um, East European women walking down on the street, fifty feet below, and one of them was wearing so much perfume that I could. It was overpowering. <laughs> At um, you know half of a hundred feet in the air, I was frankly astonished. And then they got in the car, and I thought about the person that was in the car, and I thought, 
oh my god can you imagine being in that car with that much perfume <laughs> to, today's they'll be, hopefully they'll be hopefully they'll be all right um, <laughs> i'm sure they will uh, all right, so now we get the first. This is a real show tune sounding number. Wait, and, uh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, we're, we're not done. No, go ahead. What, what else do you want to say about the Skylar sisters? Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to say, I mean, well, you know, include women in the sequel. That line, I mean, amen. Um, oh, right, right, <laughs> but, right. But also how he was able to put in that you know declaration of independence but it's it's wrapped and you're thinking how are you going to wrap that you know of all the things that that you could put to music to wrap why that you know and it's i think it's really just brilliant because it i mean if you're listening to it you can't see the choreography but the choreography goes really well with it also and she says you want a revolution i want a revelation Mm. and and then recites the Declaration of Independence. And I think that is just awesome. Yeah, there's awesome. a reason there's a reason that this show is was sold out continuously. There was everything came together, you know, to make it um spectacular in a variety of ways. Not just in one you know, that you get shows where you know the music is great and the show is okay, or the choreography is great and the music's okay it doesn't always all come together in a way that just blew people's minds from soup to nuts. It does. Yeah. It's definitely just blows you away. It really does. Um, and then, all right. So this next one is, uh, the, the delivery of this one reminds me of Hedwig, especially the beginning. It sounds like something that could be in Hedwig and the angry Inch, which, which is a great musical, which I love. And, um, and, uh, you'll be back. It's, it's framed as a letter from King George, but I love this because it's the whole thing is kind of like uh, extended double entendre where he's being, it could be just like a creepy song about a, a dude telling a girl that she can't leave him, you know? Uh, yeah. And the guy, right. whoever the guy, it is exactly <laughs> how it comes across. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's grand. The guy that performs it is, is just really good. Uh, although he does spit quite a bit in the, in the version I saw, he, <laughs> Had a lot of saliva in his mouth, uh, which I could relate to. Uh, Let's listen to a little bit of You'll Be Back. You say the price of my love is not a price that you're willing to pay. You cry in your tea, which you hurl in the sea when you see me go by. Why so sad? Remember we made an arrangement when you went away Now you're making me mad Remember despite our estrangement I'm your man You'll be back Soon you'll see You'll remember you belong to me You'll be back Time will tell Remember that I served you well Oceans rise, empires fall We have seen each other through it all And when push comes to shove I will send a fully armed battalion To remind you of my love Really catchy, right? 
catchy. An, ab- an, abus- an abusive boyfriend, basically. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which is, it's, it's really clever. It's so clever the way he frames it like that. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just, it's great. It's very well done. It is. Any, any, anything else? Jonathan Groff is just amazing. I mean... That's who that is? Also, so you know the names of all these people in the show, right, Lauren? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's uh, good. You're a fan. I mean, well, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would recognize him. Uh, he is the voice of Kristoff in Frozen. Um, uh, yeah. He was also on Glee, and he's been in Wicked, a ton of other musicals. I mean, he's a uh, very, very talented man. Um, I love him. <laughs> well, that's all. See, me and Barry are too busy listening to uh, post-punk bands from the 20, right. uh, 30, Basically, 40 yeah. years ago. You know, yeah. um, you can't, you can't pay it to, you can't be up on everything, Lauren. Um, all right, so, <laughs> well, uh, guys, we'll just we're, Lauren's young, Barry. We'll just power through it, right? We don't need to take. Sure, a break. I got, we'll I got my drink here. If I ever run out okay, of drink, good. we'll just stop. I'll go get another drink. <laughs> I, so. I sit through two and a half hour classes, so I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. All right. So uh, this next one here. Um, uh, Hamilton, uh, Lawrence Burr, and Lee do a do a hip hop version of the rules of uh, dueling, which comes, which is very, a very big part of the story here, right, Lauren? Like the uh, the dueling. it is. Also, yeah. before this, I know we're not going to play it, but you know, there's drama because it's a musical, and history was very dramatic. Um, so we do find <laughs> out we do find out Angelica is jealous that. Hamilton and her sister Eliza are married because she wanted him for herself. Uh-huh. So, uh, jealousy. Yes. Yeah, yes. right. I mean, a, a tale as old as time, right, Lauren? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, this one, although this, this is one of those ones, Barry, I didn't know that, that the title and the style of it pays homage to 10 Crack Commandments by the notorious B.I.G. I did not know that either. Big thing. Yep. Because I'm so, basically um, rap ignorant. There's no we, we uh, there's no way we would know that, but uh, no. it's it's actually it's actually pretty cool. I listened to the original track and this, and it's actually pretty amazing. Uh, this is Ten Dual Commandments. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the Ten Dual Commandments. It's the Ten Dual Commandments. Number one. Challenge, demand satisfaction If they apologize, no need for further action Number two If they don't, grab a friend, that's your second Your lieutenant, when there's reckoning to be reckoned Number three Have your seconds meet face to face Negotiate a or negotiate a time and place This is commonplace, especially between recruits Most disputes die and no one shoots Number four If they don't reach a peace, that's alright Time to get some pistols and the doctor on site you pay him in advance, you treat him with civility You have him turn around so he can have deniability Five! Four before the sun is in the sky Pick a place to die when it's high and dry Number six! Leave a note for your next to kin Tell him where you've been Pray that hella heaven lets you in Seven! Confess your sins Ready for the moment of adrenaline When you finally face your opponent Number eight! Your last chance to negotiate Send in your second, see if they can set the record straight. Alexander. Aaron Burr, sir. Can we agree the duels are dumb and immature? Sure, but your man has to answer for his words, Burr. With his life, we both know that's absurd, sir. Hang on, how many men died because Lee was inexperienced and ruinous? Okay, so we're doing this. Number nine. Look 
Now, Lauren, I was going to ask you because you, you, you're not really a big hip hop fan in in general, are you? No, I mean I listen to hip hop, but it's not. I wouldn't say it's like my number one go to genre of music, but I do right. listen to it. Uh, okay, so uh, did you know the original Ten Crack Commandments by the Notorious B.I.G.? Were you f- familiar with that? No, but I did hear I. I mean, when Hamilton came out and the music has, was just, you know, it was all over the news. It was all over social media. That's all that I saw was, you know, kind of breaking down like what these songs were kind of inspired by. Right. So that was one that I do remember hearing about. Okay. Yeah. So so, so that's cool. It actually does make uh, it. It sort of broadens uh, because imagine how many people went and saw the show that didn't really. This could have been their first exposure to hip hop music. You know. So uh, it's uh, it's cool. It's actually very cool. And it's just a really. I feel like it's a very easy format to understand if that makes sense like if you're trying to explain how a duel works i mean the the rhythm of the music and how you can spread out each you know each rule all of the 10 dual commandments you know i feel like it it just makes a lot of sense yeah so it's it's very easy for the audience to understand even if they've never learned about it yeah Maybe they should bring dueling back. They don't really do duels anymore. Maybe we should bring duels back. <laughs> I don't know. I don't what do you think, Barry? What do you think, Barry? I think that um, <laughs> modern firearms would make that a lot less. I think it would make <laughs> things would go a lot. There'd be a lot of more dead people. That yeah. a, lot of, a lot of duels that were settled with both parties dead. Um, right, As right. opposed to. I will say, I think that they're bringing it back in forms of entertainment like like in film and tv um okay well i'm currently i'm currently watching bridgerton and there was a duel and i kind of like when i watched it i was like oh yeah this is like hamilton and i was like no it's not this was a thing right 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 (laughs) that's great uh all right so this next one this is i read this is most likely the Fastest sung song in musical theater history. Oh, uh, yes. At, at, at yes. What, at this guy, this guy is amazing. Uh, David, David Diggs. Yeah, David Diggs as Wait. Lafayette. Go Can ahead, we clap you? for David Diggs? Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Let's. Uh, <laughs> we're clapping. Me and Barry are clapping now. Uh, but no, okay. Barry. At at one point, at one point, nineteen words are sung in one three second span Ooh. by this guy uh, as Lafayette. So let's. Uh, Let's listen to a little bit of Guns and Ship. How does a ragtag volunteer army in need of a shower somehow defeat a global superpower? How do we emerge victorious from the quagmire? Leave the battlefield waving Betsy Ross's flag higher? Yo, turns out we have a secret weapon, an immigrant. You know and love who's unafraid to step in. He's constantly confusing, confounding the British henchmen. Everyone give it up for America's favorite fighting Frenchman! I'm taking this horse, smell of rains, making red coats, weather with blood stains. Feel like never gonna stop until I make a drop of random up and scatter the remains. I'm Watch me engaging them, escaping them, and raising them out. I go to France for more fun. I come back with more guns and ships. And so their balance shifts 
We rendezvous with Rochambeau, consolidate their gifts. We can end this war in Yorktown, cut them off at sea, but for this to succeed, there's someone else we need. I know. So he knows what to do in the trench, ingenuity and fluent in French, I mean So you're gonna have to use him eventually, what's he gonna do in the bench, I mean No one has more resilience or matches my practical, tactical brilliance You want to fight for your land back I need my right hand man back Get your right hand man back, you know you gotta get your right hand man back I mean you gotta put some button to the letter, but the sooner the better to get your right hand man back Alexander Hamilton Troops are waiting in the field for you if you join us right now, together we can turn the tide. Oh, Alexander Hamilton, I have soldiers that will yield for you. If we manage to get this right, they'll surrender my early life. So much, there's so much going on in these songs because at one point you got the speed rapping and then that, uh, then it sounds almost, uh, almost like a emo band, like a '90s emo well, band. <laughs> I know enough about rap to know that the, the speed rapping, that a debt is owed to Eminem there because he is the speed king as far as dropping lyrics that go cramming an incredible amount of uh, uh, content in a very short uh, bursts so my son has has explained that to me over and over again um, so um, that's the what I think of when I hear rap that goes like that um, but uh, you know the rest of it there's some harmonically there's Beatles in there there's uh, She's So Heavy is in there uh, the chord changes from um, She's So Heavy up here it's like a E7 down to a C7 and it's a particular sound and when you know how it how it goes you're like oh there's some there's the Beatles there's John Lennon right there right and we open with the same opening as Alexander Hamilton too. With right, 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 right. Exactly. I think the yes. first time you listen to it, you're a little confused because you're like, "Wait, didn't we hear this?" And then the lyrics change, and it's a totally different meaning, and there's totally different events happening. So it kind of, I think it sets up really the main events of the show. Right. That that beat. <laughs> well, in classical in classical music, you you have things that. You know, you, you do have motifs that repeat and they do, um, you know, reinforce uh, uh, over a, a longer piece where we're used to in, you know, pop music. You're used to a three minute, four minute song. Um, but in, in, you know, the classical world or things can um, be used in different ways and appear, reappear to remind you of something. It's to, you know, say, oh, here, think about, you know you're unconsciously being uh, prodded to think about something that happened before because you've associated with the, the, that melody. Right, right. Um, yeah, and now, all right, so now we got Lafayette and Hamilton uh, rapping about the Battle of Yorktown. And, and Lauren, this next one, Yorktown, this contains that iconic line. What's the iconic line in this one? Immigrants, we get the job done. You got yeah, it. That's right. it. Let's listen to Yorktown. 
Monsieur Hamilton. Monsieur Lafayette. In command where you belong. Are you saying no sweat? We're finally on the field. We've had quite a run. Immigrants, we get the job done. So what happens if we win? I go back to France. I bring freedom to my people if I'm given the chance. We'll be with you when you do. Go, lead your men. I'll see you on the other side. Till we meet again. I am not thrown away my shot. I am not thrown away my shot. Hey, yo, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not thrown away my shot. So he's referring to the why they take the ammunition out of the weapons so that you won't accidentally give yourself away. And the American forces uh, used guerrilla tactics, which were uh, um, the British were not um, equipped really to handle, which is one of the ways that we um, um, prevailed in that conflict. I also really like the fact that they include dates. Um, I mean... They're important. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll always remember what happened in 1781 now. There's no way right. that I can forget it. You right. won't forget. <laughs> that's awesome. Although I don't think – you don't have to take any history classes at SCAD, do you, Lauren? <laughs> um, I mean, I take art history, and that's – I mean, you're oh, still okay. kind of okay. – yeah. <laughs> um, and also the death thing comes back where he says, is this where it gets me on my feet, the enemy? ahead of me yes another another so, potential it, a potential uh uh right uh, shortcut to the grave yep and then uh all right so now we get the act one oh, wait. no go ahead go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> i just I, there's there's just so many lines that he can write that i don't know like they're so easy but i i feel like if i were to write them it would be the most difficult thing and one of the most like simplest lines in the whole song is my Eliza expecting me. Yes. Not only that, my Eliza's expecting. Yep. Oh, right. So yeah, also a reminder, in, yeah. And it's also a reminder. He has to stay alive for this because if he doesn't, he'll never get to meet his son. Right, 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 right. Yes. He's a great, Hey, he's a great, much like Hamilton himself is a man can write. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Can write. Um, all right. So now the act one finale, uh, this is covers Hamilton's life from the end of the war till his appointment as the secretary of the treasury. And, uh, I guess this is Burr singing like he's kind of astounded, kind of like, kind of like, um, uh, you know, saying like, I can't believe this, this, this immigrant came here and he's, you know, he's done all this already. 
And the way he's describing him, though, as being like nonstop, it, it, I feel like it could also describe Lynn Manuel, you know, how, how, Absolutely. uh, yeah, yeah. So this song is nonstop. After the war, I went back to New York. After the war, I went back to New York. I finished up my studies and I practiced law. I practiced law, bird work next door. Even though we started at the very same time, Alexander Hamilton began to climb. How to account for his rise to the top? Man, the man is nonstop. Gentlemen of the jury, I'm curious, bear with me. Are you aware that we're making history? This is the first murder trial of our brand new nation. The liberty behind deliberation. I intend to prove beyond the shadow of a doubt with my assistant counsel. Oh, counsel Hamilton, sit down. A client, Lemmy Weeks, is innocent. Call your first witness. That's all you had to say. Okay, one more thing. Why do you assume you're the smartest in the room? Why do you assume you're the smartest in the room? Why do you assume you're the smartest in the room? Assume that attitude may be your doom. Why do you write like you're running out of time? Right day and night like you're running out of time. Every day you fight like you're running out of time. Keep on fighting in the meantime. Non-stop. Corruption's such an old song that we can sing along in harmony. You know where is it stronger than in Albany? This colony's economy's increasingly stalling. And honestly, that's why public service seems to be calling me. I practiced the law, practically perfected it. I've seen injustice in the world and I've corrected it. Now for a strong central democracy. If not, then I'll be Socrates throwing verbal rocks at these mediocrities. Hamilton at the Constitutional Convention. I was chosen for the Constitutional Convention. There is a New York Junior delegate. Now what I'm gonna say may sound indelicate. Uh, goes and proposes his own form of government. What? His own plan for a new form of government. What? Talks for six hours. The convention is listless. Right, young man. Yo, who the f is this? Why do you always say what you believe? Yeah. So <laughs> his his ego beginning to um yes yes figure oh, in yeah. <laughs> to his public persona. Right. And his. I love his excitement when he says, I've been chosen for the Constitutional Convention. I've been convention. chosen for the Constitutional <laughs> Convention. Well, who, who, who wouldn't be excited? Right. Yeah. Um, also, I like that, that we kind of catch up with the other characters here because it, it had been a little while. Like, I mean, we're skipping over some songs, so there's stuff that we have missed. But, um, you know, like we, we remembered uh, Angelica was jealous that her sister got Hamilton and she didn't and she comes in and says that she finally found a wealthy husband she doesn't like him but she finally right. found one yes so <laughs> like at least of everything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right not a good not a good role model Angelica not a good role model I'm gonna say for young women right Lauren that's not, <laughs> not good I mean in the beginning I would say she is but oh okay yeah but that yeah the whole marrying the rich guy though no make yourself become yeah. rich yeah become rich yourself you don't need a guy um, yeah. All right, so that's that's the and end of Act One. Wait, we're just there's so much information you're just gonna skip over. <laughs> well, you know, but people could rather people could actually go see the show and read about it, Lauren. This is just <laughs> I, we could one want? thing. Good, good. <laughs> um, also, I mean, throughout the whole song, Burr, you see Burr getting more and more annoyed with Hamilton, and that's yes, leading yes. up to what happens at the end. And we also have a wait for it reprised which that's like Burr's song of the whole show is wait for it you know he's he's more patient than Hamilton is Hamilton wants to just get into everything and Burr is like wait a second let's let's take a step back you know right and we also learn about the Federalist Papers and that Hamilton wrote 51 essays 
nothing? Do we get nothing? <laughs> well, I mean, no. you know, we have, we do, we forget that life was um, less cluttered in uh, those times. So there, there would have been longer periods available for um, yeah, activities. He, he, but, didn't have, he didn't have Facebook and Instagram back then, Lauren. So right. he had more time to write. Well, yeah, I'm just. I'm, but I'm just saying that's how much this guy wrote. And right. I guess yes. that is like not, the, yeah, the comparison. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Goes, he, sure. must have, he must have felt that he had uh, a hellhound on his trail as um, Robert Johnson was so famously uh, wrote about because he did seem to be racing towards uh, to, uh, you know, get everything done before he... Um, Met his maker, which he does, you know, of right. course, a little bit. Which he did, which he did prematurely. So he he was right. <laughs> um, all right. So now we get. Uh, I love uh, what I what I really loved about Act Two, starting was that David Diggs. Now he's not Lafayette anymore, right, Lauren? Who who now? Right. He's, uh, yeah. Thomas Jefferson. So they. Uh, yeah. I, I really I, I like how they do that. They take these uh, actors and they'll just have them play a different role. And then this song is sort of bringing uh is bring him up to speed as Thomas Jefferson because because he wasn't really around at the first half. So he so this is like uh, bringing him up to speed, and this is the appropriately titled What I Miss. reading about the duel I was skills went over to the Wikipedia page and was reading about that the actual uh, uh, events of the duel and it's you know it's ugly and sad no we don't need to bring back dueling that's um, gonna be oh, okay be, all right well yeah, I think that's I, a little extreme it was yeah. I'm sorry I'm yeah. sorry I don't, you know, it's been, uh, I, I've been uh, alone, the pandemic. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Join the club. I say, dumb, the club. I say dumb things. 
All right, so this next so, one. Me. Not, <laughs> uh, well, that's my job on the show, Lauren. I keep things moving. So, go, but if you have something you want else you want I mean, to say I about feel, what I meant, good. Yeah, we got to talk about it. Um, another date, 1789. Let's remember the events, please. Um, right, right, right. <laughs> and I think it's a great layover to see how the two characters kind of switch off, you know, because you're thinking, well, that was Lafayette. But no, he's Thomas Jefferson now, and they explain where he's been. He's been in France. Yes. And he kind of has this um, very laid back attitude about things because he comes back to America and he finds out that he's going to be a part of the cabinet. And he's like, oh, I guess I better think of something to say, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. um, I'm sure that Jefferson did, you know, the. Jefferson was famous, you know, Jefferson was famous for a lot of things, but the thing I found most interesting about Thomas Jefferson was that he had his own version of the Christian Bible where he had taken um, and X'd out everything except what Jesus actually said. And so that was his version, which I have to think that were he not a man of substance and power of, of it had political power that would have been caused a great deal. He <laughs> would have trouble. been hung. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <right. laughs> yes. That was not right. the kind of thing that was taken lightly. No. In, uh, yeah. the eight, the 18th century. Yeah. Crossing out shit in, in the Bible. Bible no, 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 no. All right. So now I, I'm excited about this next one, Lauren, cause this is, this yes. one's kind of like a nineties slow jam. But it's this is like the first political scandal, like sex scandal, right? Hamilton's yeah, affair is, with Maria Reynolds. Yeah, and this is another switch off too with actors. Where actually, fun fact: if I don't, you guys don't watch this. I don't watch it either. But it's called, you know, the show This Is Us. Um, yes. The I guess who the guy who plays the the father of one of you the can, kids. You can say so anything wrong. we won't argue because um, we don't know. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, um, but Ron Cephas Jones, his daughter Jasmine Cephas Jones plays Peggy and Mariah Reynolds. So that's kind of, I guess, like a fun celebrity. Oh, fan the sister. Okay, so the sister Peggy. Now that she is a uh, Mariah, and it's Mariah, not Maria. Mariah. Mariah Reynolds. Okay. See, I don't know this. All right, let's listen <laughs> to "Say No to This." There's nothing like summer in the city. Someone under stress meets someone looking pretty There's trouble in the air, you can smell it And Alexander's by himself, I'll let him tell it I hadn't slept in a week, I was weak, I was awake You've never seen a bastard orphan more in need of a break Longing for Angelica, missing my wife That's when Miss Mariah Reynolds walked into my life, she said I know you are a man of honor I'm so sorry to bother you at home, but I don't know where to go. And I came here all alone. She said, My husband's doing me wrong, beating me, cheating me, mistreating me. Suddenly he's up and gone. I don't have the means to go on. 
So I offered her a loan, I offered to walk her home, she said. You're too kind, sir. I gave her 30 bucks that I had socked away. She lived a block away, she said. This one's mine, sir. Then I said, well, I should head back home. She turned red, she led me to a bed, let her legs spread and said, stay. Hey. That's when I began to pray, Lord, show me how to say no to this I don't know how to say no to this <laughs> That's when he began yes. to pray. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Prop, I say props to Lin-Manuel for not trying to sugarcoat uh, Hamilton's uh, disappointing. Can we say disappointing behavior? Yeah. Shame on Hamilton. What the exactly. hell, man? Exactly. What the um, hell? Also, oh, the 1700s. Can we... <laughs> <laughs> the I feel like um, we just her, her, hold on her vocals. Can we talk about her vocals in this song? Yeah, yeah, because, they're great. Actually, it reminded uh, a Beyonce ish, a little Beyonce ish, like uh, yeah, a little really bit. Great, yeah, yeah. And I love, um, I love you. that she pulls a helpless line um, to kind of tempt Hamilton because helpless is Eliza's song. And she says, please don't leave me. I am helpless. And then uh, he's kind of like, ooh. Uh, so there's, there's just so weak, many She knows his uh, weak spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. There's a lot of. So there's callbacks and there's little Easter eggs all throughout the show. Right, Lauren? Uh, all throughout the show. Yeah. And, and yeah. And as we as we already established, we're we're into the Easter eggs because that was I remember when I did with Corey and Sam, the Taylor Swift record. There's a bunch of Easter eggs there, too. So, uh, yeah, so many. And yeah. When he says, I, he mentions how this has been going on. He said, I said that last time it became a pastime. So we're like, well, you didn't give up. You just kept going with it. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah well, men can be very disappointed. Lauren, spoiler alert, men can very. be very disappointing. So oh, I feel uh, ironic um, is, is, is Jews talking about Easter eggs with no irony. <laughs> <laughs> And also, I'm allowed. Yeah. Also, this whole scandal happened, and then Hamilton wrote about it and published it. I mean, right? Yeah, how yeah. Insane. You know, he he had kind of these. He had these letters from her, and he had letters that even he wrote down, and he saved them all, and he published them in what is called the Reynolds pamphlet, which is also a really really good song on this album. I wanted to cover it, but for the sake of time, we could not. But the Reynolds pamphlet, that kind of goes into what one of the other songs we're going to talk about. But it's, I just find it insane that he published this. Yeah. I know. I guess he was trying to get uh, in front of the scandal, maybe uh, ahead of it. Or, you know, I guess sometimes some people think if they or maybe bring he it just, out first, Maybe he just had a huge ego. And, yeah, you know, right, I mean, right. I don't want to be... He couldn't help himself. I, yeah, it's just, you know, some people have the inability to check themselves uh, uh, in, a, in, in a way that you would go, oh, I wouldn't, I, I don't think you should, you know, I don't think you should do that. But... Um, right. I also, but I also think that he might have published, because based on watching the show, it seems like he published it so that no one would find it. You know, so they couldn't find it and say, Hamilton, what did you do? You know, right. yeah, he's like, okay. well, I told right. you what I did, you yes. know, and okay. being upfront about it. Right, right, right. 
Um, all right, so uh, don't get mad at me. Don't yell at me, but I'm going to go on to the next song here. Yeah, uh, that's fine. <laughs> this tells the story of Hamilton writing uh, George Washington's farewell address. So his famous. Yeah, last, this is this is my time to cry. Uh, this song makes me cry. I oh, uh, is it? All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll give you time to get some tissues while we listen to a little <laughs> bit of one last time. Mr. President, you asked to see me. I know you're busy. What do you need, sir? Sir, I want to give you a word of warning. Sir, I don't know what you heard, but whatever it is, Jefferson started it. Thomas Jefferson resigned this morning. You're kidding. I need a favor. Whatever you say, sir, Jefferson will pay for this behavior. Talk less. I'll use the press. I'll write under a pseudonym. You'll see what I can do to him. I need you to draft an address. Yes, he resigned. You can finally speak your mind. No. He's stepping down so he can run for president. Ha! Good luck defeating you, sir. I'm stepping down. I'm not running for president. I'm sorry, what? One last time. Relax, have a drink with me. One last time. Let's take a break tonight. And then we'll teach him how to say goodbye. To say goodbye. You and I. To talk about neutrality, sir. With Britain and France on the verge of war, is this the best I time? I want to warn against partisan fighting. What? Pick up a pen, start writing. I want to talk about what I have learned, the hard-won wisdom I have earned. As far as the people are concerned, you have to serve. You could continue to serve. No. One last time, the people will hear from me. One last Never time. in a million years. What I think I would cry over a song about George, George Washington. Washington. Well, right, yeah. right. <laughs> that is, that's he, the power of music. He is a beloved figure in American history, and um, one that um, was in definitely in the right time at the right place. And without his presence, things would be very different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that, that's the thing. He was not just a placeholder. He was a pivotal figure in the history of the world uh, right 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 uh yeah so it's, it, 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 it's cool that uh you know that we're still talking about the, uh, these people and that there's a show that sort of you know it, uh, that's the thing you can't have all of these founding fathers a lot of them none of them were perfect and they all had their you know they, they all had their oh, a lot of them were demons. assholes come on exactly these guys exactly. were these guys were rich white guys but and exceptional but they were also exceptional a lot of them were exceptional people doing with the you know who, who were uh doing exceptional things at at the time you yes, know and, that's uh, true. and things that had to be done it's like you know you can't uh, deny it at the end of the day yeah um there's also a line in this i i don't know lyrics for some reason they're powerful okay yeah <laughs> um, yeah no that's great i i think there's one lyric in this song that it's very relevant, especially right now, um, not to get into politics, but there's oh, a line oh, that we says... Do, we do that. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> there's a line that says, teach them how to say goodbye. The nation learns to move on. Yes. Uh, That's it. Very, very precious. Story. That's it. Uh, I mean, Lauren, very good. Very good. Uh, <laughs> there's an Obama remix of this on Spotify that Lin-Manuel... Um, did he got Obama on board with it, and I think that's awesome. 
and they did a remix of this song and they when they read his farewell address obama actually recites the farewell address oh that's right i actually did i read about i didn't see it but i did read about that let me tell you it's powerful like it is can we say it's powerful but the remix is powerful (laughs) yeah can we say lin-manuel probably has a little bit uh, a bit of a man crush on Obama. You know, that's not, un- that's not uncommon. That. Yeah, it's not <laughs> yeah, uncommon. yeah, it's not. It's not. Um, all right, so now we get uh, this song, Eliza. Poor Eliza, man. She's pissed. Dude, this is my favorite song on the whole album during okay. the whole show. Really? This is, yeah. This song, I look, I, if you look at like my on-repeat playlist that Spotify has curated for me, uh-huh. the whole playlist okay. might as well just be burned. Okay. Um, uh, well, she destroys, this is where she destroys the letters and she gets some pretty good shots in <laughs> to, to him too. She finally oh, gets, yeah. yeah, she gets when, her thing. When Spotify tries to make a playlist for me automatically, they're like, what the fuck, man? What, yeah, you, yeah. You, right. What am I supposed to do with this? What, right, you, you exactly. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's listen to a little bit of Burn. I saved every letter you wrote me. From the moment I read them, I knew you were mine. You said you were mine. I thought you were mine. Do you know what Angelica said when we saw your first letter arrive? She said, be careful with that one, love. He will do what it takes to survive You and your words flooded my senses Your sentences left me defenseless You built me palaces out of paragraphs You built cathedrals I'm rereading the letters you wrote me I'm searching and scanning for answers in every line For some kind of sign And when you were This girl into our bed In clearing your name You have ruined our lives Do you know what Angelica said When she read what you'd done She said You've married an Icarus He has flown too close to the sun So yeah, she isn't She isn't holding back at all She's not holding uh, Oh, no Yeah Um, so But Eliza no. Schuyler is an icon. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, she is. And and I love how she's saying I'm erasing myself from the narrative, but I love how yeah. the fact that she's actually in the narrative and Lynn Manuel made sure, you know, her story's in there too. And, uh, would you yeah. say that, would you say, I mean, it's often I read about in fiction, there's an entire, um, subreddit dedicated to, uh, men writing women's parts badly and would you say that he writes convince he writes for women convincingly uh in this i'm asking i'm asking so. i'm asking you he's not asking me Lord. yeah he's asking you. <laughs> yeah i i would say so um, yeah okay good. I mean, That's this isn't, and the thing is like this isn't like a breakup song you know right. this is not like 
this is, you know, this is not Taylor Swift in 2005, okay? <laughs> this is, <laughs> you know, and like those are jams. Not that there's, anything, not, wrong, you know, not that there's anything wrong not with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> no, I love Taylor Swift. But right. there's a difference here. You know, this is not like a breakup song, like, oh, I'm really yeah, mad, like, yeah, you cheated on right. me. This yeah. is like, um, this is what you did. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what you did, and you're going to regret it later. Right. Um, yes, yes. It's adult, it's is, adult, it's adult, it's grown up, it's grown up stuff. And it's a way, yeah. it's a grown up, two grown ups talking to, about very uncomfortable subject matter. And also, in the 18, this is, we're now in the 1800s here, and divorce wasn't like a fully acceptable right. idea yeah. in right. the 1800s. It was so easier if some, one I, of the people just died. So that was the way it went a lot of times. Oh, she died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she passed away suddenly or, in the middle of the night with a pillow over her head while I was sitting on it. <laughs> Meet my <laughs> new <laughs> wife. Meet my new wife. <laughs> She's 14. <laughs> oh my god. You and did say the eight, you did say the 1800s, right? So um, Yeah, I'm, yeah. Go ahead, and please. And she also says you you built me palaces out of paragraphs. You built cathedrals. Mm. I mean, the, mm. the poetry in this. Yeah. yeah, that is great. And then, but so Eliza went on to do some great things, right? She uh, founded the uh, uh, orphanage in New York, and she right. Yeah, so so maybe and one she day, she ahead. raised funds for the Washington Monument. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, I mean, and she also uh, she stood up for slavery, which is what Hamilton's friends. John Lawrence and Lafayette and Hercules Mulligan were trying to do. Right. And well, to be, let's let's be let's be an, clear. She, she was an abolitionist. Up, she stood up to, against slavery. She was an yeah, abolitionist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so maybe one day, maybe maybe Lin Manuel or someone else, actually a woman would be better. Maybe someone will write a musical about her and her story one day. Yeah. That would be awesome, right, Lauren? That would be awesome. But I also don't know. I don't. I feel like. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say no, but I also feel like we got a lot out of this. We yeah. did. He put I think, it, but I, still I think, think there's it. definitely more to explore. There's yes. also a series of novels that was released about Eliza and Hamilton's love story that were very popular when Hamilton came out. Yeah. Oh, really? I have yet to read them, but okay. I think there's two or three books, and it goes into detail on a lot of stuff. <laughs> All right. All right. So I know you wanted this. Is, these are the songs we said we'd play. I know you wanted to say something about the last song in the show. Barry could play it on the closeout. The, yeah, uh, I'll play it underneath. Who, while who lives? Talking. Who lives? Who dies? Who tells your story? And uh, yeah, this is this is cool because it's sort of asked. They ask the audience directly who tells your story, uh, which is which is cool. Right. And you said this right. song, this song probably makes you cry also. Right. It, well, at a certain point, there's like a certain timestamp in the song that I just start crying, um, <laughs> and that's when, when the like the chorus and the ensemble sings the orphanage, and then it's just all the tears flowing. Um, but I think it's really cool because the actors get to reflect on the historical figures that they played in the entire show. So they kind of walk you through like President Jefferson, you know and talked about his financial system and said, I couldn't undo it if I tried, and I tried. So it's reflecting on the people that they played and how they relate to it in their own life, which I think uh, is really cool. Yeah, and, 
And also, Eliza says, I put myself back in the narrative. So even throughout the ridiculousness she had to deal with, with Hamilton, she still put herself back in. And like we said, she raised funds for the Washington Monument. She stood up against slavery. And and, yeah, (laughs) no, and she was big on on sort of his, like keeping his uh, legacy alive. And even in spite of the way he treated her, she definitely rose above that and was able to look past that. So you definitely got to give uh, huge props to Eliza, right? Yeah, and she also lived another 50 years. I mean, we're in the 1800s. You're lucky if you live till 20. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's true. All right. I mean, she's amazing. She is amazing. All right. Well, Lauren, this this was great. Uh, This was, uh, Barry, uh, you have to admit, this went much better than you had feared it would, right? Yeah. I didn't have... (laughs) The, the level of projection here is just astonishing. Well, do that's what I do. <laughs> do you think that I was like, you know? Did you did you just listen to it or did you watch the show too? I did, I'm not, well, I, did not, I did not watch the show. I just listened to it. So um, okay, um, you still get the same experience. Cause, I, I'm I mean, sure that's that I, I I'm sure that watching it. it would have been um, preferable, but this was an interesting week in American history, and so I was um, somewhat distracted by other events occurring in our. Uh, nation's capital, um, you know that stuff that's going on. So Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl, yeah, no, <laughs> not the Super Bowl. You know what oh, I was okay. reminded of um, thinking about Eliza and Alexander Hamilton was um, think about the number of men in the last. Well, during the Trump years, you could just sort of just there's just sort of a, a parade of of ignoramuses. But there were people, there were men in um, public life. Who was the New York prosecutor who was the guy who was the anti-corruption guy? And he was putting away all of these bad guys left and right. And then he was outed for having this sordid affair or visiting, you know, or, or, or going into, you know, Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, who well, was, that happens. Yeah, that almost happens to all of them, Barry. I mean, I, that's what I think. That's what uh, it yeah. reminds me of was yeah. anytime there's these, these, you, these characters get put on a pedestal and you think, oh, this is, he's the guy. He's really the guy. He's really going to do it. And then, you know, frankly, um, they will disappoint you. They, they will, will eventually well, disappoint you. Know, you know, the, the one who actually didn't do that was, you know, he's not perfect. And there are things that I definitely, disagree with but obama was the guy who it's true it's who, true yeah you know how many people of his yes. how many people of him from his cabinet went to jail and, 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 who's, answer, and who's been scrutinized more than him uh, too, you know, nobody yeah no exactly. so he was um i would think that obama's presidency was an inspiration on to uh, on the you know the writing of this uh as well Agreed. what do you think right. Lauren. Lauren, I think she agrees. I mean, Lauren's a fan. Yeah. You're a fan, right, Lauren? Yeah. Of course, because you like Lynn manuel and Lynn manuel is obsessed with Obama, so you must like Obama, too. They, they have a bromance that no other bromance. <laughs> they really do have a strong bromance. Yeah. All right, All right. so Lauren, Not that there's you have anything a, wrong with that. You have a, a podcast, too, so you, uh, do you want to plug your uh, your podcast here? Tell people where they, if they want to hear it. If, they, if you just love Lauren's voice and you just want to hear more of Lauren talk about uh, <laughs> Disney, all things Disney, where could they find that? They can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, anywhere you guys get your podcast. It's called The Enchanted Podcast, and we are actually just 
getting ready to talk about WandaVision in a few weeks. So that'll uh, be fun. Uh, I've been um, hearing a lot about that. Me All too, right. The Enchanted, yeah. the Enchanted podcast. Awesome. Anything else you want to yeah. plug? Anything, any, anything else? I, I'm, I will plug my Instagram. Um, if you guys like art and you like costume design, Absolutely. Uh, you can follow me at LA underscore costume design on Instagram. Excellent. And there are many projects to be rolled out on the Instagram. So awesome. stay tuned. Well, well I'm going right. to connect you with uh, um, uh, Sophia Khan. And so maybe you guys can, uh, we'll see how that, that uh, anything comes out of that. Yeah. Yes, please do. Will do. All right, Lauren, thank you so much for being a guest on our show. Yes, thank you, Lauren. And thank, thank you, you for having of, me. Thank you for being so patient with the uh, these yes. old men. These two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of, speaking I, of that, uh, speaking of I the two guys, idiots. I got you guys to listen to Hamilton. I feel like I did my job for you that did, reason. Yeah, <laughs> you really did. You did. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, it was great talking to you. Thanks again. We now will it's see time you for all. us. Now we need to beg for money. Now is the begging for money time. Oh, yeah. If you want to become a patron <laughs> of uh, me and Barry, uh, you hear more of this uh, wonderful, our wonderful nonsense, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH, and you could become a patron of the show. Uh, we really love all our patrons. We have a new uh bonus uh a patron uh curated episode coming out soon yeah well um, i gotta say tim moffat can't seem to get the idea right some i love how some people don't they just send it we say oh you want to be part of the episode yeah, yeah, like yeah. send a clip and they just send an email yeah <laughs> oh i like <laughs> i love listening I, to queen yeah what are we yeah, gonna do well, yeah what do we do with that yeah and then he sends a video of him talking about, oh, I listened to these two albums. Now, that's not what we need. Oh, this my is, God. You've totally missed the point. But we and love, he's a we smart, love Tim. He's a, and he's a smart guy. He went to college. But uh, I don't know. Allegedly. Uh, you know what? The, another thing I thought of, well, you guys, instead of Easter eggs, maybe you guys should say <laughs> Afi Komen. Like, you could, oh, there's a lot of Afi Komen hidden in the libretto. You can culture, so we won't be accused of cultural uh, appropriation. <laughs> you can, do, what, I mean, you can like, do whatever I'm you not, want. I'm not 100% Jewish, so I feel That's like true. I can say Easter eggs. I'll say Afi Komen from now on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so once again, that is Barry Stock. And that is Rob Elba. Thanks again, Lauren. It was great having you. We will yes. see you guys next week. We are out. Yeah.